Story and a song, story and a song, words and music, they belong. Story and a song, story and a song, hope that you will sing along. Kia ora, I'm Tanya Bad. And I'm Peter Forster. And we'd like to welcome you to A Story and a Song, a storytelling podcast for children from the Batcave. going you're switched on are you pete always switched on that looks like a sheep no that's not a sheep don't don't touch that one really it looks interesting can i eat it no you can't eat it all right hey i you know i noticed something you and pete are wearing a lot of red did i miss something is it like christmas no no it's not christmas yet just close 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 it's not close to Christmas. Well, six months away. Yeah, no, not, it's not close to Christmas at all. Um, what else? Why would you be wearing red? Um, um, well, I could tell you why. Okay. Because we've been weathering. You've weathering? Been weathering? What's, what's that? Uh, well, we've been out dancing on the beach to Kate Bush's song, Wuthering Heights today. Oh, is that why you look so tired this afternoon? That's right, because we wuthered on the sand and then yeah. we wuthered in the mud and then we did some wuthering on the concrete. Oh, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> oh, it was actually really good fun. You, you, you have to go and have a look, everyone. We've put the little video up of us wuthering on Onatangi Beach. Oh, I'd like to dance, but I'm all legs. Look at, look at them all. I've got, I got so many legs, they get all tangled up with each other. Yeah, was, I can imagine. Co- I have enough trouble coordinating two. <laughs> imagine trying to coordinate four legs. Too hard. Too hard. Yeah, too hard. <laughs> but actually, there's another reason why we're wearing red tonight. Ooh. What? Well, we're going to tell fire stories. Whoa. Hot. <laughs> oh, you're very funny. Bat lamb's become a comedian. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like lamb's doing stand up. Yeah, because it's like it's winter and it's wet and it's cold, and uh, we thought the best way to warm ourselves up is to share some fire stories. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna light a fire in here? No, we're not going to light a fire in here. We're going to make ourselves warm by listening. We're going to warm up our tarring and warm up our ears with words. Ah, well, what kind of story are we going to have about fire? Well, Pete and I have some exciting news. We're off to Australia in two weeks. (gasps) Australia, am I coming? Uh, Is Uh, there room for Batlam? I think you better come, Batlam. Yeah, I'm going to Australia. I'm going to Australia. Where's Australia? Uh, oh, well, it's just... It's ne- a little <laughs> island off the coast of New Zealand. A little coast. <laughs> Very good, Pete. Oh, we've got two comics in the room. Oh, yeah, the oh, little oh. island just off the coast of Aotearoa to the left. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's actually a very big country, yeah, and uh, that's where a lot of my whānau live. And so we're going to go and visit them because my brother, one of my brothers, because you might remember I have six of them, is turning 50. Oh, 50? 
Whoa, that's much older than Marlowe and Orion. Yeah, that is really old, isn't it? Yeah, really, 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 really old. <laughs> He's going to have a lot of candles on his cake. Yeah, and you better come so you can blow them out because you're probably the only person who can safely blow candles out on cakes at the moment. Wow. So we thought we might have an Australian story about fire. Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. Mm. I think Jude might know this one. He might remember it. Yeah. Oh, Australian story all about fire. This is exciting. I'll just sit down here and listen. Okay, but just don't get too close while I'm telling the story because it's got a crocodile in it. <gasps> a crocodile! Oh boy, I was not a hungry crocodile. Mmm, we'll find out. So, this is a story from the Dalabon people who uh, uh, live right up the top of Australia, up near Darwin if you've ever been to Australia. And this is their fire story. And everyone has got a fire story. We're going to talk a little bit more about that after the story. Now, once long, long ago in Dreamtime, there lived a crocodile man. He was big. big tree out in the uh, well, sort of like the deserty bush which is not u- the usual place that you find a crocodile is it Pete? No, not out really. in the deserty bush? No but we'll find out because this all kind of connects yeah. together uh, oh I think there might hang on let me just see oh there is somebody waiting to get in there we are here we are we're just letting them in alright alright just started our story you're just in time it's a fire story with a crocodile in it we're just setting the scene crocodiles not very friendly not very nice no big and a bit scary and mean (laughs) it lives under a big tree out in the middle of the the bush which we were just saying was a funny place to find a crocodile but it's all gonna make sense in a minute now, that crocodile, man, he had something that nobody else had. He had fire sticks. Woohoo! Yeah! And he loved to play with those fire sticks. Oh, yeah! He, he was like waving them up high. Yeah! And waving them down low. Woohoo! He waved them really fast. Wah! And he waved them real slow. Oh, yeah! As he was waving those stickers around, he'd sing to himself, and his song went like this. I'm boss of fire. I'm boss of fire. I'm boss of fire. I'm boss of fire. Well, he liked to play with those fire sticks. But he didn't like to share them. No. He liked to keep that fire all to himself, which was a shame because uh, all the other animal people, oh, they looked a bit like Marlo. They were always trying to keep themselves warm because they were cold often at night. And uh, when it was dark, they had no light to be able to see when, when Marlo wasn't there. 
higher up in the sky. But the worst thing was that they had to eat all of their kai, their food, cold and raw. I mean, we all like to snack on a raw piece of fruit, don't we, from time to time, or a crispy vegetable. But imagine eating raw potatoes, mm, or raw yams, mm, or raw rice. Well, all the other animal people, they decided one day that they would go together and they would ask Crocodile Man if they could, like, just have a little bit of his fire. I mean, he had quite a lot of it, so surely he wouldn't mind sharing a little bit. But they went together because there's always safety in numbers when a big mean crocodile's involved. And they found him underneath his tree. They didn't get too close, mind you. And they called out from a distance... said no <laughs> you can't have any of my fire go away or I'll burn your bottoms <gasps> oh all the other animal people they were like ah! they all ran away from crocodile man it was so big and mean and scary and they went back to their homes and they sat there in the cold in the dark and sucked on a raw yam That wasn't the end of the story, though, because high up in that tree was Bird Woman. And she just watched all this go down, and she thought to herself, hmm, that wasn't very kind. Surely I could persuade Crocodile Man to share his fire. So she flew down from her branch closer to Crocodile Man. Not too close, though, because she was a smart bird. And she said, Crocodile Man, <clears throat> I was wondering if maybe I could have just a teeny, tiny, itsy bitsy, teeny weeny little of your fire. Crocodile Man, he looked up at Bird Woman and he said, No, you can't have any of my fire. Go away, Bird Woman, or I'll burn your bottom. <laughs> woman she flew higher up the tree because she didn't want to have her feathers sizzled and then she flew up that tree she thought well that wasn't very friendly and not very fair I don't think I tell you what I'm gonna watch that crocodile man <laughs> and that's exactly what she did she sat up there for the rest of the day watching crocodile man down below now crocodile man was feeling very pleased with himself <laughs> Because he pretty much scared away every other animal in the neighborhood. He thought he'd celebrate by having a party. Yeah! A party for all his friends. Which was... Zero friends. Because when you're big and mean and scary and you go around telling people you're going to burn their bottoms all the time, you don't end up having any friends, do you, Alice? party by himself underneath the tree so he got out his fire sticks and he started to dance and as he danced he sang and you can sing along at home if you want here we go i'm boss of fire 
And with the warmth of his fire sticks gone, Crocodile Manny woke up and he looked around and of course, yeah, the first thing he noticed was that his fire sticks had gone. He was like, where are my fire sticks? Somebody's stolen them. Give them back. And he looked up and he saw Bird Woman up there with his fire sticks. He was like, you, give me those fire sticks now. A lesser bird might have dropped the fire sticks out of fear, but not Bird Woman, she was very brave. She says, no, I'm not going to give you the fire sticks back because you're not very good at sharing. I- I'm going to take your fire sticks and I- I'm going gonna- I'm gonna to share them with everybody. Oh, crocodile man, he was so mad when he heard that. He stomped his feet and he whipped his tail and he snapped his jaws, but hey... Can crocodiles climb trees? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bad luck on the evolutionary front there. They can do lots of other things, but they can't climb trees. So he couldn't do anything about it. And Bird Woman, she flew out of that tree and she flew into the bush and she was looking for a good place to put the fire sticks so she could share them with everyone. And she chose some special trees. And she hid the fire sticks inside those special trees. And then she flew back to the tree. Down beneath there was Crocodile Man looking as cross and grumpy and mean and nasty as ever. And she said, Crocodile Man, look, because you didn't share your fire, now you don't have any anymore. And you're going to have to go and live somewhere where no fire ever grows. You're going to go and have to live in the watery places. Because we all know what happens when you put water on fire, eh? Goes out. And so Crocodile Man, he left his place out there in in the bush under the big tree. And he headed into the swamps and the rivers and out into the ocean. Sometimes in some lakes. Mm. That's where you find him to this very day, swimming around in those watery places. He's still pretty big. And he 
he's still pretty scary and he's got a long memory so he still remembers that once he was the boss of fire so you don't want to get too close to him because he'll open his mouth open wide and he'll go ah he used to be the boss of fire and as for bird woman well, she put all of those fire colours into her feathers. And she took a new name, and her name was Rainbow Bird Woman. And we actually have these kinds of birds here in Aotearoa as well, because they're flowing across from Australia. We have them in our garden, don't we, Pete? Mm, they love the fruit. They love eating the fruit in our fruit tree. <laughs> that, that was really like sharing. They like, sh- <laughs> they like sharing our fruit. <laughs> can't be like Crocodile Man then about the fruit, can we? I'm the boss of the fruit. Go away, bird woman, or I'll burn your My oranges. Yeah, my oranges. Yeah, no, we're not. We can't be like that. We're going to have to share. But you're thinking, hey, yeah, well, that's all very well for Crocodile Man and Rainbow Bird Woman, but what happened to all those other animal people who are home in the dark and the cold, sucking on those raw yams? Well, they learnt that if you went to the special trees where Rainbow Bird had hidden the sticks. And you took the wood from those trees and you rubbed them together. Have any of you ever tried this? Rubbing rubbing sticks together? Yeah? Have you had any luck? Has anyone ever managed to make a spark? Have you, have you Jude? Yeah, I made a little spark. You made a little spark, yeah. It's pretty hard work, though. It's pretty hard work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty hard work. You think, I'm going to make fire. And you're like, rub, 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 Maybe I'll just go and turn the heater on. Box of matches. Yeah, the matches. They're a good invention. Yeah. But, yeah, if you know the special trees, then you know the secret of fire. And that is the Dalabon story of Crocodile Man and Bird Woman story of fire. Yeah. Oh, have you been making little birds there, Alice? From origami, is it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I don't think I want to meet Crocodile Man anytime soon. If if I come to Australia, will we see crocodiles? Maybe. No, not not to the part of the Australia that we're going to. Remember I told you the story was from up north, right up near Darwin, which is right near the top. So the crocodiles, they live up uh, in, the, in the northern half of Australia. And we are going to the western southern part of Australia and there's no crocodiles there. Whew. Oh, phew, I'm really glad. But there's plenty of snakes. What? <laughs> oh, you'll be all right, Batlam. We're going to have an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> you and Peter appear. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I told snakes. you about snakes. The snakes will always try and get Spiders. away. Oh. oh, don't the two of you. Do you two not want to come to Australia? Okay. I do. I really do want to come. Maybe we might see a koala. Yeah. yeah or a kangaroo. I've never seen a kangaroo. Yeah, there's lots of exciting animals. In fact, the next bat cave we do will be from Australia. Yeah, it will. What? Wow, we might better get some of those animals to come on. Uh, maybe. <gasps> maybe we might meet a storytelling wombat. Yeah, that'd be really, really cool. <laughs> storytelling wombat. Wow. Hey, um, I 
there any stories about lambs and fire? Um, well, there are lots of stories about fire because every culture has a fire story because fire is so important to humans. Can you imagine? I see that um, Jude's put the fire on in the back there. Very good. And I saw Alice was putting a little bit of fire up in the corner of her screen before. Humans love fire. And, of course, it changed their lives, just like in the story, because they could uh, cook their food. Yeah. I mean, we, it's really nice to have hot food when it's cold. And it's really, it's often nutritionally much more um, easy to digest when it's cooked. So you can get more energy from your food. Really? Maybe I should cook the grass. Well, you've got a special tummy that's adapted for eating grass bat lamb, so you probably don't need to cook the grass. Yeah, I might just try it, though. Might make, make it taste different. Well, it does. When you, when you cook things, they do taste different. It transforms things. That's the thing. Fire is like alchemy. It transforms things. Oh, mysterious. <laughs> and, and, of course, you can make light when it's dark. When you think about all the early types of lights that human have, they were, they were fire lights, candles and, and, and torches that were made out of burning wood and, and burning oil. We've got electricity now. It's a different type of kind of like a, a kind of cold fire. Mm, you, you have to be careful, just like Crocodile Man with electricity, yeah? Mm. <laughs> okay, Matewa. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to be part of our podcasts, you can join the Bat Cave or support us by purchasing books and audios from our website www.imagined-worlds.net